0: One of the most common questions you hear, whether it be on the range or in the clubhouse, is what is your handicap? In this episode, we'll discuss what does that even mean and does it matter?
1: Golf is not that hard.
0: Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience.
1: I'm Doug Smith.
0: And I'm Cheyenne Woods.
1: And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level.
0: Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today.
1: You're welcome.
0: What is your handicap? What are you playing off of, Doug? You
1: know, my handicap is uh, Tito's and Sprite.
0: Got it. Especially when
1: I'm on the golf course. No, I'm kidding. But, you know, I hear that a lot too. What's your handicap? What does it even mean? Our listeners, what does a handicap mean? Golf is a numerical game measured by numbers, okay? A handicap is what you score in relation to par. On a consistent basis, do you score under par, which is denoted by a plus in front of your handicap? You consistently shoot in the 60s, you're probably going to have a plus two, plus three handicap. If you shoot in the low 80s, odds are you're going to have about a nine handicap, which will denote that on the average, you shoot nine over par, which is 83-ish.
0: So as an amateur golfer, I'm you know going to the golf course. Mm-hmm. Why do I even need a handicap? Is it something that I need to go sign up for? Is it something I just calculate on my own?
1: No, actually, uh, you go to a GIN system, GIN, spelled G-H-I-N. That's the official handicap system recognized by the USGA. But in 2020, there will be more ranking systems or handicap tracking systems that will come together because each country across the world kind of does it differently. But the USGA and the RNA have come together to make it one universal system. So do you need a handicap as a beginner golfer? I'd say no. You don't need a a handicap at at the beginning. It's beneficial because you'll be able to track your progression through the game of golf. Odds are you're going to start with a very high handicap, I'm assuming, in the teens high teens low 20s handicap and as you progress you'll be able to watch yourself get better numerically
0: you mentioned the benefits of having a handicap one thing that i think is really cool with the sport of golf is the opportunity to play different formats play at your local club play play in team events where you can use your handicap to benefit not only yourself but your team win prizes have fun but i do know there are some people that take advantage of the system.
1: Absolutely. Played in this recently. I was out in Vegas and we played an event and a random team said that they shot astronomically under par for two rounds. I think this team was like 46 under par. Uh, 2 band best ball. Insane. Field. It's nuts. It's, it, it's almost You need a 15 handicap to shoot 74 in back-to-back rounds. It's crazy. It's not going to happen. But we're noticing a trend and people are cheating the handicap system. The handicap system was created to level the playing field so, that people of varying talent levels could actually compete against each other week in and week out, day in and day out at their clubs and their club championships and various tournaments and matches. And when players that shoot consistently three over par, which we'll call a three handicap, are claiming that they're eight handicaps where they're going to get five strokes to par, it's cheating. It's cheating if you're better than your handicap says you are, when the system's designed to level the playing field.
0: And that's really what makes golf so unique: is that we have this handicapping system where no matter what your skill level is, you do have that even playing field. So when people go out to these events, and I've definitely been a part of them, absolutely, when I felt like my team killed it, we came in with like 21, 22 under, and you have that crazy team, that magical that team, that just magically shoots their career round, all four of them.
1: Well, they have four, and, four guys at 10 handicaps to right, shoot nothing.
0: Even par. So it's definitely frustrating, and it's something that people should be aware of that's out there. Don't be that person. Play to your handicap. And I think
1: some people are listening right now are probably talking to you. Don't cheat your handicap. It's not fair. The whole point of a handicap is so that you can compete on a level playing field, on a balanced playing field. And you're skewing your numbers to uh, to uh, the lower side. So you're better than you are. You're telling people that you're worse than you are. And you're beating people hands down by cheating.
0: And I'm just saying that there are golf gods, and I've experienced them. If you cheat the game, they're going to come back to get you. You're going to get that crazy bounce on the sprinkler head into the hazard. So don't be that person.
1: Golf karma is real. People think it's not. You know, when you have a wide open fairway, and all of a sudden you've hit it six fairways over in the water, That is golf karma.
0: So be careful.
1: So why should we care about the handicapping system, even though there are people that cheat it all the time? The handicapping system is just a way so we all can compete, enjoy the game that much more. When you cheat the system, you cheat the game. Golf is such a ladies and gentlemen sport that there's no room for cheaters. But... Like society, golf is a microcosm of it. So there are going to be some cheaters and people that cut corners.
0: Definitely. And one other point I want to make for the people out there who may not be familiar with handicaps is in order to create a handicap, you have to be a member of some sort of golf league, golf association. You know, Locally here, we have the Arizona Golf Association, which you join. You get your handicap through them. But if you are a beginner and you're trying to get into – the handicapping system, you have to be able to join a golf league first. And one thing I actually learned in researching this topic was that there's multiple golf leagues in every state. It's a golf league, whether you're a working mom or you're 40 and above an age or you're a firefighter, whatever the case may be, there's a golf league for you to where it's like a club where you can play, meet Absolutely. people, and then you get your handicap. And you can kind of improve your game from there.
1: I like the handicapping from a, from a standpoint of being able to track your progress in, in, in the game. We've all been beginners. We've all at some point started the game of golf. We all sucked. Like, and that's what I love about the game of golf, too, is at some point we've all been wherever anybody else is. Granted, I've never been where Rory McIlroy is, but Rory McIlroy has been where I was when I was starting the game. It's just a fact. It's a fact of life. And that's what the handicap system is created to do. It's created to level the playing field against you, the listener, and Rory McIlroy. If Rory goes out on your local course and he's playing with you and he shoots two under par, and you go out and you're a six handicap and you shoot four over par, you two tied for the day. And that's the beauty of the game. That's the the, beauty of handicap. It's the
0: only sport that you can do that where you can play head-to-head with anybody, any skill level, and still feel like you have a chance.
1: And you can compete. Because let me tell you something right now. If I get on the basketball court with LeBron James, I'm gonna get moved out the way. It's just a fact. Like I'm gonna really? get just clear. Hey, I'm huge in my mind. Leave me alone. But you can't do that in basketball. You can't do it in football. You can't do it in baseball. Golf is the only sport where you can play against the pros on a level playing field, thanks to the handicapping system.
0: Meaning it's the best sport ever. Time for Let's Get Technical. We are taking things a little deeper, and we have a question straight from Instagram. What is the proper setup of wedges for a single handicap player, or really for any player?
1: You know, Cheyenne, that's a great question. I think at some point in our golfing career, we've all had to decide on what our wedge makeup should be. A great rule of thumb is whatever your pitching wedge loft is, subtract that from your highest lofted wedge. So for example, if you want to carry a 60 degree wedge and your pitching wedge loft is at 46 degrees, we go 60 minus 46 gives us 14. And then we're going to take that 14, divide that by three, and that 4.67 repeating number is going to give us what we need to gap in loft between each wedge. So what that means, we would need to carry a 60 degree wedge followed by a 55 and a half degree wedge, followed by a 51-degree wedge, and then we'd end back up at our pitching wedge at 46 degrees. So, Cheyenne, what are the lofts on your wedges?
0: I'm carrying a 60-degree wedge, 56, 50, and 46, and those are wedges that I've carried for years. The most important thing to me with all of this is just the yardage gapping. So whether you're going out to the range and using a laser or you're using a trackman or you're going somewhere and getting fit at somewhere like TruSpec, Make sure you're comfortable with how far you are dialing in your wedges. It's the most important part of the game. All right, so that's it for this week's episode of Birdies Not BS. Don't forget to give us a review. Give us those five stars. Be Tell sure us to why review you us. Love us.
1: You know you love us. We love you back.
0: Slide in the DMs. Social media: Twitter, Instagram at Birdies Not or send us your questions at BirdiesNotBS.com.